Hey, party people, it's day seven at night, and your girl did too much today. <laughs> I did too much. Um, I had to be at the school this morning at eight o'clock to go do my blood work, and somebody's like, what is blood work? Well, I have to take an AIDS test, HIV. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God, that's not good. Um, I have a huge scar on my foot. Uh, something. Anyway. Um, so, today is Monday. And I had to be at the school at 8 o'clock. So that they could take me to go get my blood work. I did not know they were taking me to Cairo. I thought, I don't know. I, I don't know what I thought. I didn't think. So, when I got up this morning, I made some uh, ginger lemon ginger ginger peppermint tea and that's pretty much all I had I'm not a breakfast person I haven't been I'm just not a breakfast person well I'm about to be but in the past I'm not a breakfast person it's just I wake up early I pray I drink water maybe have some tea get into the day and then by lunch I'm ready to eat so that wasn't the case today now they put me on this bus (laughs) And here we go. We're off. And uh, I still can't remember this man's name. It'll come to me. By the end, I promise y'all in a month, I'm going to be like, yeah, Mr. Mahmood and all of this. I'll be saying all of that. But things are happening really, really fast. Like like I tell y'all, it's a hurry up and wait. It's a hurry up and wait. So he told me to be there at 8. He showed up at like 8.05. And then I had to wait another 40 minutes before we left because we were waiting on someone else. So we get on this bus, and immediately we're in the hustle and bustle. Like, and the hustle and bustle is, there are no lines on the streets here. None. So that whole moniker of stay in your lane, it has no validation here, because there are no lanes. You just, it's, it's a really, like, Tetris way of driving. So we hit it. You know, it's, it's morning time, people trying to get to where they're going, and we're on this bus. And I mean, you know... Cars get as close as they can. If, if, if my window had been up, I could literally touch the hair on some of these people's heads. How close they get. But it works. You know, everybody blows their horns. So a lot of the... No, nobody's car is like savagely dented. These dents are literally happening when people drive. So it's like bumper cars, but with a little less bump. So as we're driving, I'm like, we're leaving Giza. Which I found out, by the way, depending on where you're from, it might be Giza. But we're leaving, well, and here is Giza. Uh, but we're leaving Giza. And I'm like, what is going on? But I'm starting to get visually um, excited because I didn't get to see Cairo in the daytime. Remember when I arrived here, it was like at one o'clock in the morning. So that ride, I never got to see it. So this was my first time seeing the ride to Cairo. And it was a lot. (laughs) It's just, it's like desert sand, green oasis. Desert sand, green oasis. Desert sand, green oasis with water desert sand and the thing about it is the closer you get to Cairo 
those two pyramids that we saw, which is uh, oh, Joser and I think Giza. I don't know. I'm going to find out, though, because now I'm like, I see them. Now it's time to, like, start making my way to those. But you start seeing them. Like, and I took pictures. Go on the Instagram page um, if you can get in. Some of y'all not getting in. I'm sorry. I had to knock somebody out of there today. Um, But it's amazing. Like, it's like, it's like seeing a dinosaur. Um... And from afar, like, I'm nowhere, I'm telling y'all, I'm nowhere near those pyramids. Nowhere near. So they're majestic. And it's almost scary because as a tourist, most people see the pyramids and then they go to them within two or three days. I've been here almost a week and I'm only seeing them from a distance. And I'm electric, I'm electrified, right? So, I can't even imagine. Yeah, I can't even imagine. So anyway, I'm on this bus and we're we're driving into Cairo, and uh, I don't speak the language, so I'm not asking any questions. Um, and it's okay because I'm also like, where are we going to get this? <laughs> where are we going to get this blood work? Because um, Cairo is a flamboyant mixture of what appears to be poverty and wealth so the wealth is in the government buildings the wealth is in the embassies the wealth is in the mosques the wealth is in a few of the hotels but the majority of it are those pictures that i took i mean it's devastation you can tell it's war torn and i did not feel I know I had it, but I did not feel my American privilege. I felt shame for the Americans and for the other parts of the world who broke that empire. I was mad. I am mad. But I was also brilliantly, brilliantly excited because the people are fucking thriving. And they're thriving in their own way. It's still male-dominated, you know. But as you saw in the few little pictures and stuff that I had, um, they're thriving. And it's a beautiful thing. Like, you just got to push through. And I know a lot of people are like, America's about to fall. But it's not going to fall like Egypt. It's going to fall in a totally different way. Um if it does fall. And I, I believe it's coming. I just don't know how soon. Um, but it's a good thing because we got to get free. So we get to Cairo and um, we go we go to the, to the, I didn't even know it was a hospital. It looked, when we first walked in, it looked like the social security office. Uh, it looked like the old records building downtown. Records building? Yeah. That's right there on the corner of Elm and, um, what is that? A street that takes you into the back end of uh, Bishop Arts. Anyway, Elm and whatever that street is. The old record, I think that's the old, that's not the old records building. Yes, it is. It has to be. The old records building where you could go get, like, your tax stuff. Um, well, you remember how you would walk in that building? It was kind of dingy. It had the, like, splattered tile floors, and it was kind of brownish gray. Well, this was a blue with no lights. Like, once again, the lighting is terrible. It's like one light every 20 steps down the hallway. So 
it's not well lit at all. And it's people in there, you know, cuts on fingers. A uh, man was walking by with a big old piece of cotton hanging out of his mouth. So I guess he had went and had a tooth extracted. Um, but it's dim. And it's a little clinic-y. But... I don't I don't want to say dirty because it wasn't dirty. It was I think it was the lighting for me. The lighting just just made it a little uh depressing or something. So we're standing, you know, give the guy my passport. He goes to take care of the payments or whatever. And this woman takes me into this room where this I don't know if that was her mama <laughs> cuz she didn't have on no doctor's coat. The woman who came, who ushered me in had on a doctor's coat. And the other lady had on a doctor's coat. And then it was a woman who looked like somebody's grandmother who was, like, advising her. Or talking, I don't know if she was advising her, but she was literally sitting in her power and talking to the, the young doctor that was helping me. So you know how when you go get blood work, they tie that piece of rubber tube around your arm to get the vein to pop? Guess what they tied around my arm? A rubber glove. She took a rubber glove and she separated those fingers and she tied that around my arm. Now, why am I not complaining? Well, Kamika Spencer has a dirty tattoo on her back that I got in Fargo, North Dakota. We did a show with Jonathan Tyler in the Northern Lights and this girl was entering into tattoo school. She had all the equipment, but she was... She hadn't taken a class. She hadn't really gotten into her classes yet. And band got to talking to her. We were with, uh, what band were we with? Shit, I can't remember. Because I, I was the only one that went with this other band. Because she was like, I'll give you guys free tattoos. And I was like, hell yeah. Anyway, it felt like that. It felt like some back room, like when I was telling y'all about the, photo- the pictures yesterday. It felt like I was underground in some like... <laughs> I don't know, like some, it was just, it was weird. When I saw that rubber glove (laughs) get tied around my arm, I, you know, I became all kinds of uh, religious. But at the end of the day, I was like, these people are doing what they got to do. And she's, I trust, I trust, I trust. I don't trust people, I trust God. So, you know, I'm getting that. And it hurt. I think she put that needle in my bone. Like, it hurt. I don't remember the, the last time. I had an AIDS test. I just don't remember it hurting like that. Uh, But once again, I don't, you know, I don't know who she was. But that's where he took me. And it was what it was. Because I'm not trying to go home. I'm not trying to be sent home. So that was that. And after that, I was kind of like, okay, I can feel it coming on. Because I had been taking all of these pictures. I had been seeing all kinds of things on the freeway. You see stuff like people with... If these people could put four people on a, on a moped, they would. I saw construction workers doing whole-ass construction with flip-flops on. I saw... What else did I see? Oh, I wrote it down, y'all, but I, I, I can't even, like, get up right now. I should have got, got my little notebook. I saw mocks. Oh, I got to see a cemetery. Which didn't look like a cemetery. It looked like fancy storage units. So, like, if you put a fancy door on your storage unit and maybe a little fancy gate around your storage unit, that's what it was. And then somebody told me, that's the cemetery. So I was like, shit. And then they said, and because of overpopulation, some people live 
in the cemeteries. So I found that to be phenomenal. And I do have a picture of the cemetery. I will post it on my uh, Instagram, and it should go onto the Facebook page. I saw lots of Toyota trucks. I saw the, this is called Saladid, 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 I think that's it. And it was built in the, it was this building, this domed, silver domed building that was built in the 13th century, but really kind of came to life in the 19th century. Uh, I saw people sardined on buses. I saw pitch tents and not tents but like homemade shanties on the freeway like (laughs) people are like living on the freeway and nobody's hitting them nobody is hitting them um i saw two dogs fucking on a on a on a trash pile heap two black dogs and they was getting it and it just (laughs) life is Happening. I wish I could have got a picture of them dogs fucking. That it it blew my mind. It blew my mind because I realized, yep, life is happening. You got to get it in. Um, it felt like I was looking at the aftermath of things. There were moments where I felt like I was looking at Zion from the Matrix. Some of the buildings, the way they were constructed, um, and the way they had they were they were coming apart. Um. I saw the uh, Arab Contractors Medical Center, which I, when I broke it down, I'm like, Arab Contractors. So they got their own medical center. Like, if that, if it means what I, you know, what I'm interpreting it to be in my American brain. Um, So I thought that was interesting because it was a fancy place. And once again, you could see the wealth in the building in comparison to what I posted. Um... Everything was busy, it was bustling, and um, these people are the same color of the sand. Like, I feel like they are birthed from the sand. They literally are the same color of the sand. Um, and it's, it's, it's a really phenomenal thing to watch if you get enough time to stay here and actually process out your privilege and your shame and guilt and just be and I think that's how I got overwhelmed because one of the things I was doing when I was on the bus was just breathing I wasn't judging I was just taking it all in you know um I'm gonna be here a while so ain't no use to me acting like a tourist at all but I also don't want to judge it um one of the things that I'm definitely not interested in is bringing my Americanness in too much of that into this so I don't look at things and go, oh, that's so sad. This building, these people are living in these crumbled buildings. I'm looking at it for what it is. People are living in buildings that are crumbling. And um, they're living. And when I say, it's, it's, and, and, and I guess because the same thing happens to, to, to brown, black, and poor people in America. You know, we're having to live in conditions that are not suited for our humanity. We deserve better. But because of government and politics and dick sizes, you know, 
we end up in these situations. So it wasn't for me to to look at that and think about my privilege. It was for me to look at that and say, this is happening all over the world. And in some places, it's deeper. The metaphor is way deeper. And Egypt is that for me. Because once again, y'all, we've, we've really romanticized it. And all we, all we want to talk about are the pyramids and the pharaohs and ancient Kemet. And, and new, we want to talk about the old world. But the new world is what, what we have to um, get in our hearts and our minds. Now, let me say this. This desert life. If it's my personality, I'm a cactus girl. I, don't, I can't keep flowers alive. I got an aloe vera plant that I left back in Dallas that I pray for every day. But I'm a cactus girl. So this dry, desert, sand, sun, I get it. It feels good to me. Yeah, it's run down and it's crazy, but it's not anything that I haven't experienced before. And uh, it is a lot, though. It's a lot, but it's not, it's not beyond my reach of understanding and seeing myself being able to fit in, especially once I learn the language. Once I learn this language, man, I'm unstoppable. So I get the shot, and then the other person on the bus, uh, she had to do some uh, visa work. So I had to wait on the bus for an hour for them to get that done. So I took a nap. I took a brief nap because I was, I was. I know when I'm overwhelmed. I know when my brain is like... Uh, no, I ain't thinking nothing else for you, bitch. So that's what I did. I was like, let me just close my eyes. Because <laughs> I was also hungry. But we weren't parked. We were parked where I could have got out and got some chips. But I didn't want to get hustled. So, And it was definitely one of those moments where I'm like, I'm about to get hustled. And I know y'all like, why you didn't ask the bus driver to get you something? I don't speak the language. And the bus drivers, you know, you just never... Um, I really want to respect them doing their jobs right now. Like, I'm still trying to figure things out. So me not saying nothing is not a sign of, like, being scared or anything like that. It's just it's my considerations for my experience. And sometimes it's better for me to just sit and observe and think about doing something than it is for me to actually do something. Because then it becomes this, like, American thing for me, for me. So, and it was better for me to just close my eyes and take a nap because I was delirious and I felt it. Um, So that that little nap helped. We pick up the person who had to do her visa work and we're headed now back to Giza. And once again, stimulation overload. Just the driving technique, like the the, the horns. It's a technique to that, you know? and, and how they drive. Like I said, it's very Tetris. It's very get in where you fit in. And if you get too close, somebody's going to have to give it up. Now, in America, nobody gives it up, right? Everybody's big ballsy and everything. But the driving style over here, because they don't have lanes, at some point, somebody has to submit. You hear that word? Submit. So I enjoyed watching that. I enjoyed our bus driver saying, okay, I'm not going to be able to do this. Come on, dude, you go, and then I'm, coming, I'm getting back in this thing. And then some people submitting to us and taking that all in. <clears throat> um, I got to see the Nile River, um, and it, 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 it felt a little bit like the Mississippi. Um, but the, the vegetation around it is so green, it's so green. I mean, when you see green out here, you're seeing green. 
it's not it's not dull or anything like that. Not that it's dull in Dallas, but we get a lot of it. You know, there's trees everywhere. There's grass pretty much everywhere. It's either grass or concrete, right? Well, here it's like sand, grass, concrete, but the, everything is so green around that water. Um, and I can't wait to actually, like, physically be there. Everything I'm telling y'all right now was from the bus. And I was woe out when I got back. So I can't even imagine the day that I'm on foot and really exploring some of this i saw the uh, new uh museum of cairo which i found out that they <clears throat> closed the old museum and they took the bodies and moved them to the new museum and there was this big celebration around that about a month ago and i was like man i hate i missed it but the lady that was on the uh bus with me she said you know i really like museums and i i lit up like a christmas tree and she said, you know, let's let's schedule for me and you to go and we'll go. So I'm going to reach out to her tomorrow and just put something on our calendars. Um, and I think she's my speed in terms of like intellect. Um, I like Jinx, but he's a party animal. I'm going to tell you that right now. Jinx is a party animal. On his picture, he's smoking a, hook, a hookah. So <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to tell Jinx, Jinx, I'm here to finish some writing projects. So socially, you know, once school starts, I'm, I'm not going to be that much available. But if we can put it on the calendar, I'm down. But you say museum, bookstore, pyramids, I'm, I'm dropping everything. Um, so I get back and I had to lay down. I had to lay down. I had to lay down. So I lay down and um, probably all of maybe two hours. And then that weird little doorbell sound. So I jumped up because I'm like, ah, that's the doorbell. And my roommate will get here around one or two in the morning. The same kind of uh, process I went through. It's like being newborn babies. Um, So they started bringing her stuff into her room. Her bed is bigger than mine, but I got the air conditioning unit. Um, so I had to get up and let them do that. And they came in like three times with her pillows, her groceries, um, pillows, groceries, and bathroom stuff. <clears throat> so when I move into this place, they, they, they pre-supply you with things. They give you, they put a fitted sheet on my bed. I had a pillow. I had water, an apple. Well, they gave me two apples, um, some coffee, some sugar, bread, white bread, which I don't eat. Some some cheese, which I don't eat. Um, what else did I get? Towels. It was like bare minimal stuff, but it was a good like start. <clears throat> um, toilet paper, um, that kind of stuff. So they're bringing that for her. Um, so I had to get up. And then the school called, and they needed the rest of my headshots, so I had to run those over. And I was like, okay, I'm up. Now, Jinx wanted to go to Cairo today, but I was like, Jinx, I'm not going to be able to do it. Like, I don't, I don't mind if we go somewhere, but I, can't, I cannot go back to Cairo. Plus, I needed to get a, <clears throat> a, a case for my cell phone. Uh, my cell phone cases. I don't know. It's just falling apart. It's just it's overheating, and piece by piece, it's just falling apart. So... I was like, well, let's go back to the Mall of Egypt. And he was like, mm, I need to get some groceries. So I was like, all right, let's get groceries. And while you go do your blood work tomorrow, I'll walk to the mall tomorrow. Because I think the mall is closer than the grocery store. That motherfucking walk to the grocery store, I wasn't ready for that either. I didn't be, I've done stuff all day that I wasn't ready for. 
So Jinx is like, let's walk to the grocery store. I'm like, let's do it. That's exactly what I texted him. Let's do it. Put on my tennis shoes. <sighs> we get to walk and everything is great. We're having a great conversation. We get up on the grocery store. I see a lot of stuff that I want to take pictures of. Take my pictures. We walk around to the back of the grocery store. And for a moment, I was like, is Jinx going to push me into this big old ravine? It was like this huge... <laughs> it was like this huge... All I can say is, like, if you ever got to see Ground Zero after they uh, removed uh, the building matter from the Twin Towers, but before they put that new stuff in, it was just this big, open gutter of dirt it's at that's like at the back of this grocery store saudi saudis um and we just walking back there and i said jinx you you what because it looked i was like we finna get mugged like this is the perfect place to get mugged but you know what sometimes when you realize certain things you just got to keep walking you got to walk in faith period so we get, he was like, let's walk before we get in there. And I think for him, he, that was his way of getting his breath. Because I don't think Jinx likes to wear his, like to wear his mask. He's a rebel, y'all. He's a, he's a rebel. He's from New Zealand, um, where they don't really, you know, uh, practice religion or anything like that. I mean, they have it, but it's, he, he was really, he's, he was really shocked. He's really shocked at the prayer life here. So I had to tell Jinx, well, Jinx, I also believe in a higher power, you know, so prayer is good. Don't be freaked out by it. And he was like, well, you know, in China, they don't, you know, they, practicing religion is illegal. And I said, look, I don't, know, I don't care about the, what China do. There's a higher power, and it's really good to acknowledge and pay homage to that in whatever way you have. So we're walking, and we get to the front of the grocery store. We put our masks on. And we walk into this grocery store. When I tell you they got my Manuka honey at an affordable price, they had wheat bread. Because I'm like, I'm going to have to start doing toast in the morning. I'm going to have to start doing something. Um, I'm going into the kitchen so I can tell y'all some of the stuff I got. I got bananas, apples, um, Manuka honey for my tea. Um, oh, my legs hurt. I got me some pepper, some salad spices, some oatmeal, which is chocolate mocha oatmeal. Um, what else did I get? I got some soy sauce. I needed some soy sauce for my rice. Um, I didn't get much. Oh, wait a minute. I gotta look in the refrigerator. Tomatoes. Oh, and they got these little baby heads of lettuce for single people. So it's really cool. I got a little, it's like a, you can put it in your hand. I'll take a picture of it. And I bought some stuff that I've never tried before. Berry mix premium drink and kiwi premium drink. And I also got some arugula, which is packaged for single people. I love it. I love it. I, I am so here for that packaging. And I bought me some red currants and i'll take a picture of that um so yeah and i know y'all are like you didn't have that much i didn't think i did either but my bags was heavy and i had four bags um i bought me some chips too they had some sour cream and onion lays so that's my shout out to uh regina 
uh, Atkins, my college friend who used to eat religiously sour cream and onion lays. Um, I bought something else. Something else is not... I'm not telling y'all. Um, anyway, but the grocery store was fabulous. It's a really nice grocery store. They got security in there. And as soon as you take something off the shelf, somebody comes and puts, you know, replenishes it. So the shelves are constantly uh, uh, stocked. Um, what else? Oh, I had to get a light bulb because I have a lamp in my room. And I know when that light bulb go out, I'm going to need to... Uh, do that and I got some cinnamon sticks for tea make some cinnamon tea with my uh, raw ginger um that was I guess that was it but the sex was heavy and coming out of there I had all these sex <laughs> I had four sex and Jeans just looks at me and he's like that's he's I'm telling y'all he's real snarky he was like that's why I bring my bag with me so that I can have something to put my I said listen I came here for oatmeal that's all I came here for <laughs> okay 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 so I'm walking with these bags back I don't have them on my reinforced tennis shoes I bought me some like hiking tennis shoes and I didn't have those on I had my black Nikes on which are really soft tennis shoe now mind y'all I'm still tired I'm still kind of reeling from the blood work and going to uh, Cairo and this walk is it has to be just a little under a mile both ways so walking back with them groceries was a reality check and I could feel the sweat in my jeans like I haven't sweated in my jeans in years Years, but I could feel the back part of my jeans being soaked. <clears throat> but it was good for me, you know. We walking and talking, and I'm, you know, I'm not panicking or anything. I'm not complaining. It's all good. I realized that I put myself in this position, and I can get myself out. But when we got back to the ho- to the hotel, to the um, accommodations building, I was wiped out. I'm I'm wiped out. Um, but I've had a good day. I've had a blessed day. I'm lucky to be blessed. It feels good to be blessed. It feels good to have housing that I like. My neighbor downstairs, she doesn't have air, and she has her daughter with her. So, <clears throat> you know, I, I helped her get an Uber today and offered for her to, y'all can come sit in my apartment until, you know, until you have to be back in your apartment because she's going on like three days with no AC, and they, once again, it's a hurry up and wait, so they keep telling her, yeah, we'll get it fixed, we'll get it fixed, but I don't know what it takes to get it fixed. You know what I mean? Um, I may call Mr. Lucky and say, hey, have y'all gotten you know her stuff fixed? Just kind of help advocate for her and her daughter. But she's also <clears throat> um, the lead um, teacher in her department. So she should be getting the service that she deserves. Um but we'll make it happen. I'll, I'll try to keep y'all posted on that. I really want to thank y'all for um, being on this journey with me. Things are going to kind of slim out when school starts. They did push school back, so that's a good thing. But I think I still start orientation on Wednesday. So things are going to get a little different because when I'm on the school campus, I can't take as many pictures. I can't document as much because it is school grounds and it's not allowed. <clears throat> 
So um, it'll be, I'll be in and out. Right now, at this moment, I'm finna finish eating my salad. Go wash this dirt and fatigue off my body. Journal. See if I have some new thoughts for stages. Act three. I'm still trying to figure that out. I think I've hit a, I think I've hit a hole and I'm going to have to go back and maybe rework <clears throat> the second act. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Make a couple of phone calls. It's midnight where y'all are right now. Um, no, it's, it's, it's midday. It's like one o'clock maybe. It's 7 p.m. here. So I think maybe it's going on one o'clock where y'all are. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, comments, and or concerns, hit me up. I'll let y'all know. Continue to be patient with me because I ain't in no rush. They just pushed the school year back, so I may be here longer, which is fine with me. Um, if you're worried about what's going on in Afghanistan versus what's going on over here in Egypt, I will say to you, do not worry. Um, all is well. And this is, this is the life of a lifetime for me. And so any negative comments, any of that, I'm just not going to do it. I, you know, don't get blocked. Please don't. Um, I thank y'all um, for being excited for me. And I'm excited to be able to be a vessel in this journey so that we can unwrap the romantic, I don't, I don't want us to romanticize Egypt anymore. We have got to stop just talking about these pyramids and Kemet and all of that. I know we were once kings and queens and we still are, but there's a whole level to this that we have to align ourselves with, with our reality. And that is all of this shit has been colonized. All of it. So when you come here to see dead bodies, <laughs> which is freaky to me, it's always been freaky to me. I've always understood, oh, I'm going to pay money to go see, Rome, the, go see mummies, which is dead bodies. So when somebody dig up your grandmama and put her on display, don't say nothing. Do not. Um, but y'all know I'm going to go to this museum and see what I can see because I'm just like astounded that this is the culture of global society is to find other cultures, rape them, and then put them on display and make money. And everybody, because we're so desperate and, and romanticized out of this that we don't really look at it for what it is. We're, we're, we're amazed. You know, we see gold shoes and gold teeth on dead people. Um, pray for the pyramids. Pray for the pyramids. Pray for the pyramids. Um... I don't know when I'm going to get out there. I'm going to try to get out tomorrow, but I got to go get a, a case for my cell phone. And as much as I told y'all, the heat is doable, but you can't be out there. You can't be out there just like chilling in it. It will eat you alive. All right. So I am signing off. I know I done forgot something. Jinx is teaching me a lot. He's a flower dude. He, um, he, um, he's knowledgeable. He has a lot of knowledge. He's funny. Um, but he, yeah, he's a party animal and I, I ain't gonna be able to hang with him for too much. Like I like him in terms of being able to show me some things, but I got things I need to do. There's things I need to focus on and I'm ready to focus on them. I've grown up in that way. So 
Um, Y'all just hold tight. I'll be back. This is episode seven. My one year in Egypt. Peace.